I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Marie Poulin, teacher and creator of Notion Mastery. Marie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a teacher and creator of Notion Mastery is and what it's like to be one? Yeah, so I teach a software called Notion. So it's a software that helps people uh, get things done, be productive, keep a daily journal. There's all sorts of stuff that you can do with it. So it's basically a t- like I teach people how to make the most of that software. I actually use Notion for my homeschool. That's right. I think I, I worked with your dad on that. <laughs> yeah. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? Day to day. So I often have to... Um, create uh, lessons to help teach people how to use it. So I show people Mm -hmm. examples of my workspace. So I will do Zoom calls with people and show them around my workspace. Uh, In the case of, you know, working with your dad, it was Mm -hmm. showing him what's possible. So he'd say, hey, I I need a space where I can break up lessons and kind of organize information. And I'd say, well, here's how I would do that. And so we work together live on a Zoom call to help him figure out how to move data around. So that's that's one part of it would be uh, consulting with people one-on-one to teach them how to use it. Sometimes it's teaching a group of people. So I might have a Zoom call where there would be 30 people live on a Zoom call and I might be screen sharing or talking through people's options. Uh, And then also just creating pre-recorded videos and lessons so that people can log into a course and learn on their own time and uh, make their own Notion templates. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? I would say back in 2018, I started using the tool and it was so cool. I just thought, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could do here. I was taking notes about my gardening. I was journaling. I was just seeing all the possibilities and I feel like it made me really creative. And so I just started sharing with all my friends, uh, business friends. I was like, oh, have you heard of Notion? Here's how you could do this. And so I started getting really excited and sharing it in different online communities. And then people were like, hey, this seems really cool. Is this something like if you would teach a course on this, this is something that I would pay for. And I thought, oh, can I actually get paid to teach this? Um, There wasn't really any role out there like it, right? It wasn't a job that existed before, but I thought if you could get paid to do the thing that you really love and get really excited about, why not? So I tried it and it took off and it changed my business. So that's, that's what I do full time now. Wow. So did you consider other jobs or careers before this one? And can you tell us a bit about the path you took to be here? Yeah, so I went to design school and then became a web designer. So for many years, that's what I did. I built people's websites and I ended up building a lot of websites for people that taught online courses too. So that's kind of how I started to learn a little bit about people who were doing and and kind of selling online courses as a job. So it was already kind of in my head that it was a possibility, but spent most of my years as a web designer and then did a little bit more on the marketing side and digital strategy, teaching people how to like grow their business online. And so it wasn't until 2018 that things actually really changed. So once everything sort of exploded with Notion and I decided to go all in, um, I stopped doing the web design work. So uh, for almost 10 years before teaching Notion, I was doing web design work. So what do you like most and least about your job? I love the fact that I get to connect with people all over the world. So 
People all over the world use Notion, different countries, different languages, different use cases, uh, different ages, right? Like, I don't know how old you are, Kyle, but you're using Notion for your homeschooling. And then there's people that are in their 70s, 80s, 90s, even using Notion for totally different purposes. There's farmers using it to organize their, their garden information and stuff like that. So I just love, it just brings such a interesting, rich group of people. And I love that I get to connect with so many cool folks around the world. This episode is sponsored by Kids Green Team, a business startup kit I created with my friend Micah. Here's the problem we learned about that we couldn't ignore. Your city doesn't recycle plastic grocery bags, shipping air pillows, bubble wrap, and other plastic like that. Whether you throw them in the trash yourself or put them in your curbside recycling bin, they're headed for a landfill, or worse, the ocean. But that's where my friend Micah and I come in. We've built an entire course to teach kids like us how to turn this unnecessary waste into a successful business, profitable from month number one. Check it out at kidsgreenteam.com. Let's do some good together. Okay, now back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Is that required for your job or not? Definitely not required. I went to school for design, so I have a Bachelor of Design, um, so a Bachelor degree. And I also, I do a lot of studies outside of, um, like, even after I got my bachelor degree, I love to learn. I'm just always loving to learn. So I buy a lot of online courses from other independent creators too. So I'm a big fan of people, um, like monetizing your unique abilities and the things that you get really passionate and excited about. There's so many possibilities out there for jobs that don't exist right now. So, um, yeah, it, I think the kind of jobs that happen right now and the kind of job that I have right now do not require any sort of formal education, but I think they do require that you're, you're just a curious person and you're willing to learn about uh, different ways that the world works. Cool. So how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make and what's the long-term mm-hmm. income potential? Oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, I would say, I mean, people are selling Notion templates, right? You can see people that are selling templates for $5, $50, $100. So in the first year that I started uh, delivering Notion templates, they made made almost $30,000 in a year. And that's, wow. that's the equivalent of an entry level salary. And that's, that's just from uh, sharing templates with people. So I do think though, when if you're going to expect that kind of income level, you do have to have a really strong marketing engine, right? Making YouTube videos, sharing your content really freely with people. Um, so some people do Notion consulting and they charge $50 an hour, $100 an hour. I've seen up to $400 an hour. So there's there's interesting money to be made, whether you're teaching Notion or other software. If you become really specialized and you really love a specific software and you get really good at teaching it, there is incredible income potential there. Wow. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? I would say I definitely do not work a traditional sort of 40 hour nine to five job. Um, I, I really appreciate and enjoy flexibility. So I have a lot of freedom and control over if I want to take the morning off and go for a walk or, you know, gardening and then come back and work in the evening. I can, I can do that. So I probably do work maybe about 40 hours, but it's definitely not between the hours of nine to five. Mm. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? 
I would say listen to the signs where you get really excited and you get really activated about something because some of the jobs that exist today didn't even exist three years ago. And so if you can kind of notice what you're really, really curious about, notice what lights you up, what gets you just really excited and what you love learning about, there are so many new opportunities that I think are going to open up in, in the next five years, 10 years, jobs that you can't even dream up today and they don't exist. So follow what you're really naturally strong at and just look for the signs that people want what you have. Good advice. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Best or most worthwhile investments? Oh, that's such a good question. I feel like I'm always, I'm always reinvesting in my education. I think for me, that's, um, that's so, it's so important to always be kind of leveling up your skills. So I don't know that I can say that it's one investment, but I just think treating education as an investment that even if it's not a traditional university education, I'm a big fan of paying to learn from other creators who have been there, done that, and they have something to share. So never stop investing in your education. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Yes, I don't know that I can think of something very specific, but I think failure is a really, really, really important part of the process. I think that's how we learn. We try things um, like even, for example, speaking at a conference feels like very, very difficult for me. It's not something that I feel really strong at. So I've definitely done things where I just didn't feel as prepared and felt like, oh, gosh, like this is not maybe this isn't meant for me. But then realizing like, well, teaching on the Internet is actually way less intimidating. It's not as scary. And so I think it's just so important to be willing to try things to learn. And failure is just data. It's just information. It's just like, well, that was interesting and that didn't work really well. What can I learn from this? So as long as you're willing to I think notice um, what those failure moments can really teach you about who you are as a person and not take them too personally. You're going to be just fine. Hmm. So was there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Uh, yeah, the, I've had so many wonderful mentors in my life. Um, I work with a lot of coaches too, to kind of help me through different mindset issues when you maybe the self-talk kind of keeps you scared and, and afraid to try new things. So I have a wonderful coach called Tanya Geisler. She's a leadership coach. And I think, you know, she specializes in the imposter complex. So it's like when you're sort of afraid that even with all the skills that you've developed, you still kind of don't feel like an expert and you still kind of hold back and, and maybe play small. But she really helped me see in a way you're doing the world a disservice if you do not show up fully with all of your gifts. And so I think it's really important to um, kind of push through the fear and, and be willing to put your work out there because someone out there needs what you have to offer. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Oh, such a good question. I'd like to think I don't really have a ton of regrets because everything was part of the process. Everything kind of led up to where I am now. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I have regrets. I don't think I would do anything different. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Yeah, I think just really, uh, a tactical suggestion maybe is just, um, I think getting comfortable with technology is really, really important, right? So learn about um, 
I think learning about online courses, learning about things like podcast and, and marketing skills, I think being able to communicate our ideas is so, so important. And, um, and even like just how to talk about what we do in a way that really connects and resonates with people. So I think being open to learning, always be open to learning more and uh, don't be afraid of technology because I think it's going to be our friend in the future. Awesome. Thanks, Marie. Time mm -hmm. for the joke of the day. <laughs> what kind of nut doesn't like money? Hmm. I don't know. What? A cashew. Ah, I should have known. <laughs> Good one. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to, to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.